0: Thanks for listening to the Granary Church podcast. For more information, head to granary.org.au or follow us on social media at The Granary Church. Earlier this year, I turned 50 and I got some gift cards. So I did something that I've not done before. I went and bought some headphones and I'm wearing those headphones right now, as you can probably tell. Um, And I bought some headphones, it was great, really good quality headphones. Um, And uh, they were 50% off, I used my gift cards, blessed out of my socks. So most mornings, week mornings, I get up six o'clock, put on my headphones now, put on some worship music, and I go off for a prayer walk. So the first couple of times I had these headphones, I was walking up our street, I'm heading up towards the university, that's where I live and where I where I go prayer walking. And as I'm walking up our street, the strangest thing is happening. Every few seconds, there's a sound coming through my headphones that just says, lost connection, lost connection. And then there'd be a few seconds pause and then lost connection. And I get up to the end of the street, and it would stop. But the puzzling thing about this was that the music was still playing. So Uh, The music was connected through my phone and was functioning how it should have been, some great praise and worship songs. But over the top of that was this lost connection, lost connection. Uh, And so I'm in this dilemma of um, my, my headphones are trying to tell me that I've lost connection with the source of music, but the music is playing. So what am I to do? Or maybe I was a bit loud then, um, because they're noise cancelling as well. So I love them. So I'm in this dilemma of thinking, what, what, what do I do? I'm getting these two conflicting, uh, two conflicting pieces of information. And often when that happens, we find ourselves, when there's two conflicting pieces of messages, we find ourselves uh, confused. Um, Maybe, uh, I wonder whether you've had at any point in your life two conflicting pieces of information. If you've got a spouse or a partner, you may have experienced this, you come home and the body language is mm, a little bit standoffish and you ask your spouse how they're going and they they utter this um, very dangerous word, fine. You know right now that you are dealing with two conflicting messages. Um, When they say fine, mm, they say they're fine, but all the body language would indicate they're not. You know that you're getting two conflicting messages. Or maybe you might have somebody who says to you, do whatever you want. You know, right there that that is not what they mean. You've got two conflicting messages. All the body language is saying, you better not do whatever you want, uh, but the words are saying, do whatever you want. Maybe you have been, uh, maybe you've been uh, friend zoned by someone, you've been put in a friend zone, uh, but that person is quite codependent on you. So you've got these two messages going on. And of course, whenever you've got two conflicting messages, confusion is the result of that. And today I just wanna think about this whole idea of two conflicting messages causing confusion around this idea of Advent and the first Christmas. We are well into Advent for 2021, uh, and we're just looking at some of different aspects of Advent, and today I'm looking at this idea of lost connection within the first Christmas, helping us to understand Advent today. So the first Christmas, was a situation in history where there was two conflicting messages around how God was interacting with humanity, and let's look at these today. Now, you may have heard this phrase uh, many times, the idea that between the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's about 400 years of history, and you may have heard someone say, whether it was a scholar, or maybe you've read a commentary or something, somebody, who might've heard a preacher say this, they might talk about this idea of 400 silent years, 400 years where God didn't speak to people. There was no prophets coming. There was no books. We know that there's lots of writings during this time, but that that writing didn't actually stack up against the the true works that actually made it into the Bible. So there's this idea of one message that God is not speaking or he's silent to humanity. And it's a pretty well thought through thing now that people generally in the Christian history understand it to be the so. But what I want to just think about today is that there was a conflicting message in the word of God around what potentially was also happening at the same time. So you've got 400 silent years, but also some amazing things happening where some characters in the New Testament were experiencing this incredibly deep connection with God. So let's explore that. We're, in, uh, we're going to look at Luke chapter 2, verse 25 to 40 today. And look at, this, look at these two characters of Simeon and Anna. And we'll discover that they're actually in the midst of this silent time in a deep connection with the Holy Spirit. So let me just read uh, together. If you've got your Bible with you right now, um, you can read along as well. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought the child Jesus to him for what was a custom that the law required, that was um, circumcision, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God saying sovereign Lord as you have promised you may now dismiss your servant in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have paired in the sight of all nations a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel the, the child's father and mother marveled at what had been said about him. And Simeon blessed him and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that all be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and the sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, at the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She lived with her husband 70 years after her marriage. And then when she was a widow until she was 84, She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, prayer and fasting. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Then Mary and Joseph had done everything required by the law of the Lord. They returned to Galilee, to their own town, Nazareth. And as the child grew and became strong, he was filled with wisdom and grace of God was on him. So there's a couple of things happening in this passage, which when you contrast it with this idea of 40, 400 years of God not speaking, no new, no new uh, prophets, no new um, revelations through scripture, you sort of think, what is going on? But there's some really exciting things happening in that midst right now. A couple of things you'll notice in the text and I encourage you to look at is that it's said of Simeon in Luke's text that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, think about this for a moment. We're we're still years away from Pentecost. We're, in fact, maybe 33 years away from Pentecost. And we understand in the Christian scriptures, and especially in Luke's writing, that it was something that was yet to come. Yet, here is Simeon filled with with the Holy Spirit. Now, Luke knew what he was writing about, he wrote Acts as well. So he, he knew what it looked like for the Spirit to be filling someone. And he says of Simeon, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting, this is long before even Christ was born. We're in day eight now of Christ being born, but describes him of being like this for a long time. That's interesting. The second interesting thing is it says in verse 26, the Holy Spirit revealed to him. So not only was he filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was actually speaking to him and revealing things to him. Talk about a contrast between this idea of 400 years of silence. This is amazing. There's this man who the Holy Spirit's speaking to and saying the Christ is to come. And not only that, it was leading him moment by moment. In verse 27, it says the Holy Spirit led him. Um, It says, moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple court. So he's actually hearing the voice of the Spirit in the midst of a time frame we would say God is silent. And I find this really interesting. And then there's Anna. And these two stories are put together for a purpose to get, to help us to understand that even though as the Christ came there, that the Holy Spirit had been moving and speaking to some Anna's in the temple, she's actually been uh, widowed for, well, some texts say uh, about 65 years, but depends on how you, understand the Greek. It could have been up to 84 years. So of that 400 years, there's this lady for 84 years had been coming to the temple and praying and fasting. And there's this sense of the two stories together. She's been hearing the Holy Spirit and moving in prayer and fasting and, 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 and seeking God. It's amazing because there's this supposed loss connection between God and mankind. And yet the music is still playing. And Simeon's hearing the music, and Anna's hearing the music, and yet it's almost like into the headphones is lost connection, lost connection, lost connection. And I find this actually fascinating, and I wonder whether as we come out of a COVID lockdown, whether for some of us, that 400 years of silence, it feels a little bit, has felt a little bit the same as what a COVID lockdown has. And there's these two competing messages. And I just want to really encourage us today to think through these two conflicting messages. Because the music has always been playing. And of course, when I say the music there, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. Always been playing. And yet, so often we think, oh, lost connection, lost connection, lost connection. But the truth is that the music's still playing. So, While some were saying silence, God has been saying, I'm still speaking. And in fact, I'm not just going to speak to Simeon, and I'm not just going to speak to Anna. I'm actually going to speak once and for all for humanity by bringing the Christ child into the world. What an incredible thing that um, God would continue to play his music for humanity in the form of Christ coming to earth. I know uh, lately some people have been saying, look, this COVID time uh, is just accelerating the death of the church. The church is finished. But I think as those who want to say Lost Connection would say the church is finished, I think the music would want to say to us that the church is just getting started again. I think the Lost Connection would want to say to us that the church is closed. But I think the music would want to say to us that we're open for business. I think the lost connection would want to say the church is asleep. But I think the message that the music would say to us today is that we are still wide awake. And so my challenge to us today is this, that there is uh competing voices in your head and in my headphones that will try and bring confusion. But the truth is that God has always been speaking. His music has always been playing and he's looking for people to tune into it. And I think one of the things that he's wanted to say to us as we come out of uh, lockdown periods and we, and we think about the new year and some of us feel a, a tired and asleep, uh, he'd wanna say, stir yourselves to wake up. Because even though it's been true that church life has been difficult, there are still some who are, wide awake and doing better than ever before. And I think he would want to speak over us today, this idea of even in the midst of 400 years of supposed silence, he was speaking to Simeon and to Anna, and he wants to speak to us in every single circumstance. Well, once I got in my walking to the top of the hill and went over the hill, I don't know what happened, but that voice of loss connection stopped and it didn't happen again the music played and I worshiped and I think that's a little bit of a metaphor for how God wants to work in us today the lost connection time has now finished And it's a time for the church worldwide to awake. There are evangelistic opportunities like we've never experienced before. And we're right on the threshold of them. We need to throw off everything that would say that the church is asleep and allow the the sleeping giant to arise afresh and say, we're not going to be people of the lost connection. We're going to be people like Anna and like Simeon, who even 70, 80 years before the spirit came, were living in this destiny of hearing the spirit and being led by the spirit. Can I encourage you wherever you are today to throw off every form of sleep? These are some of the best days for the church ever. There are places across the planet right now, even in the Western church, where there is a hunger that this COVID time has created and and God is calling people into his kingdom. And my encouragement to you today is, will you be part of seeing a great move of God even today in the midst of people saying the connection is lost and the church is asleep? God bless you today. Love you. And uh, allow every form of sleep to be thrown off the church as we awaken to a new day. You're joining us by podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Take some time now to consider what really stood out to you in that message God has been speaking to you and what is it that he said to you if you're in the room with someone else turn and share with them what stood out to you and I say to them how can I pray for you share with them something that you love about God and something that you're thankful for this week or phone someone and ask them those questions what do you love about God what are you thankful for this week and how can I pray for you bless you and have a great week